This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. Well, I wasn't terribly surprised this morning when God put me right back in the fourth chapter (laughs) of the Song of Solomon. As I know, we went through each of the verses, but clearly God still has some more stuff for me in that chapter. And so he had me revisit, actually, the beginning of the chapter, um, specifically the first verse. And so as we talked about yesterday, that as the, as the chapter ended, it ended in an iron verse, the 16th letter of the Hebrew alphabet, which has to do with the vision, uh, the vision of, you know, having, you know, open the eyes of our heart, essentially, help us to see things as Jesus sees them. And specifically, then, what would Jesus like us to see in the fourth chapter? And clearly, it starts out with an idea that also has to do with vision, because, as you might remember, the first verse reads, right? Behold, thou art fair, my love. Behold, thou art fair. Thou hast dove eyes, and thy hair appears behind thy locks as a flock of goats on Mount Gilead. So, <laughs> you know, as I, as I thought more and more about this, it would appear that what God has in the fourth chapter is trying to help us to see a vision of the beauty of the church. And he repeats it twice because it's not, it's just one thing to know something with your head, but it's quite something different to know it with your heart. So I wonder how many of us really think we're beautiful, right? I mean, you look in the mirror or you think about how much you weigh or, you know, what your teeth look like or whatever the situation may be. <laughs> if you ever seen my teeth, you'd know why that's an issue. Um, you know, I don't get the picture that I'm beautiful, but it would appear that Jesus considers that we are, and it's very important from his perspective that our hearts see that and also that we get a vision that would be his eyes on how beautiful the church is, especially when it reflects him and we are in a passionate state of of the relationship, right? That we are very close to each other that we are practicing the statutes for which we are <laughs> studying this this whole verse this whole book as uh you know the ideas we went into this is all through the 119th psalm you know david cried out teach me thy statutes and our lips will utter praise when thou hast taught me thy statutes so you know i i surmise that that the song of solomon has something to do with statutes based on the idea of our union And so that's what we're working on. And apparently a part of that is this fourth chapter where we are to catch this vision of how beautiful we are. And I had missed something uh, clearly in this first verse that I wanted to share today briefly um, about the flock of goats that appear on Mount Gilead. We had talked about first time we passed through this verse that clearly Gilead is Jesus, okay? (laughs) And we'll explain again, how that is, but it's a beautiful thing in Jeremiah eight twenty two, where, you know, so many of us, when we are praying, we're always asking God, why? And I, I, I fall into this category. Why is this happening with my daughter? Why am I going through this? Why is that? Why is that? And um, so Jeremiah eight twenty two is an amazing verse where Jesus kind of, or God kind of turns the, the table on us 
and asked this question, which is a famous question when you think about it, is there no balm in Gilead? <laughs> in other words, why aren't you going to the doctor? You know, why didn't you go see the physician? You know, my daughter is hurting, and is there no balm in Gilead? And so as we think about this idea here of is there no balm in Gilead? And the idea that our house, that our hair appears behind this veil as a flock of goats on Mount Gilead, you know, is this amazing thing the more I've thought about it. And actually, uh, Michael Carbone, who's our um, CEO, pointed this out to me as we were talking about it, that your hair covers your head. It is kind of the crown of your head. And, and to some extent, in a woman, you know, it's, it's kind of her cover. And it's certainly a lot of people consider beauty has to do with hair. And so what could be more beautiful than the balm of Gilead? I mean, for our hair to look like or reflect Jesus. In other words, his blood um, is our cover. And, and so as you think about your hair coming down and is your cover that like, okay, just to begin with, you know, if Jesus has us covered, Behold, thou art fair, right? We're trying to get that picture that we are beautiful. And we can somehow or another make that transition between just knowing that with our heads and understanding it with our hearts. And how important is it that we get these eyes to see the beauty when we see it, especially because so many people in the church are so discouraged, right? And so we can certainly reflect Christ when we have that believer, whoever it may be, and we go, behold, thou art fair, you know, behold, thou art fair. And, and I've told this story before in the 119th Psalm, but I'll tear it again because I, I've never forgotten it that, you know, I taught high school Sunday school class years before I taught special needs. And this one time God just put it on my heart to do what was called mutual admiration society. And the way that worked was, that I had each student like put a sign on their back and it had bright red ribbon actually, or it was wool. It was a yarn thing that held the, the sign on their back and each student. And if you can imagine these were high school seniors at the time, each had a pen and they were to write on the back of their fellow student, how they felt like they reflected Christ. And although my little kids at the time saw me with all these red yarns thinking, daddy, there's no way these high school kids are going to do this as I explained it to them. But when I explained it to the high school kids, on the contrary, oh my goodness, did they engage in this as they went around the room once I, you know, everybody had their sign on and everybody had their pen and everybody went right to one person and wrote, 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 and then they went to another and this went on for the entire Sunday school hour. They were writing and they didn't want to stop writing <laughs> as, the, as the time came to a close. And then, oh my, as each person was able to turn that piece of paper around and see what the other people had written about them, right? And so very, very cool part of that story is that two or three years later, we had a reunion with that Sunday school class after they'd all gone into college and they were two or three years into college and, and most of the students came to this reunion and it was a pretty good class, you know, size class, 20, 30 students, something like that. And they were all there at the reunion. And so you know, we had five or six teachers and who knows how many lessons because we'd had those kids for two years we taught. But somebody said, you know, of all the Sunday school lessons, you know, that you were taught, which one do you remember the most or which one had the most impact on you? Right. And, and the first child, you know, that did raise their hand. They said, well, 
you know that one that Robbie did where we all wrote on each other's backs about how we reflect Christ? She said, you know, I still, that, that sheet that I had on my back is a precious memory, and I keep it with me. You know, it's always in my dresser drawer. And then one by one, the students all confessed that they had kept those sheets. With the point being that, oh my goodness, do we need to know how beautiful we are. Boy, do we need to know how we reflect Christ, right? And so, you know, (laughs) since everybody can't go read the Song of Solomon all day long, every day, you know, it's kind of our opportunity to be the mutual admiration society for the church. And so when you see somebody reflect Jesus. Maybe you got a pen, you could write it on their back, but it would be nice if you told them or put it in writing as something that they might have because it is so important apparently that we get this vision that Jesus is trying to share with us that he sees his church as absolutely beautiful. Satan tries to tear that away, but behold thou art fair, my love. Behold, thou art fair, thou hast dove eyes, and thy hair appears like a flock of goats on Mount Gilead.